You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Sarah, I really wish you wouldn't trivialize this. This is like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Oh, I know. To meet a childhood hero. Oh, I know. You and several other people that I know are so ridiculously excited about this. I don't think you quite understand. And I just, I wish that you would show it a little bit more respect. It is so hilarious. It is not hilarious, Sarah. It's very serious business. Um, Oh, just watching you guys talk about it yesterday was the best thing ever. Confirmed, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one host of this podcast is going to get to meet Jake the Snake Roberts. Actually, both of us are because I'm going to watch this. Well, you're not a true fan. I don't think you should go. (laughs) Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon and available via podcast over the cyberwebs wherever podcasts are found. Oh my gosh, so many places. So many places. Uh, We have a fantastic show lined up for you today because we are going to be joined here in just a little while by... Todd Armstrong. Oh, one of our favorites. We our love buddy Todd. Todd, Arms- Todd Armstrong, of course, uh, you know, comedian extraordinaire. Of and course. And also the uh, host of Permanent Comedy. Yeah, the, and the new episode has Nathan Brandon in it. Right. Yeah. Yes. He's going to be talking about the episodes. And then, uh, of course, I am uh, the voice of the Permanent Comedy series mm-hmm. on YouTube, which is awesome. <laughs> it's being so- already asked in the chat. Tony said, I thought Jake the Snake died. <laughs> no, no. Okay, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get to that here in just a second. Uh, Todd is going to be uh, uh, here in studio with not Jake the Snake. I didn't want to confuse the two here. Todd Armstrong, though, will be here talking about Permanent Comedy and also uh, here with a writer from Dope Magazine is going to be here in studio. And I believe, Sarah, we might be asked some questions. Oh, is Dope Magazine about, like, the marijuana? I believe so. Oh, yes, boy. Indeed. Yes, indeed. This should be interesting and since comedy. neither of us smoke weed. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. But, but that's we can okay. do it from, but I have lots of friends who do. Yes. I don't, I don't know if that's what the questions are going to be about. Okay, good. The questions will be more about comedy. But okay. we, will, uh, we will find out here in just a minute. And, of course, we have Tim Riley News coming up and all kinds of other wonderful things. But <clears throat> to address what I was talking about here at the beginning of the show, uh-huh. uh, on Friday night... It was confirmed by uh, our friend Derek, who who purchased tickets. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get a chance to go meet Jake the Snake Roberts at a veterans hall in East Portland. Where past he's going 82nd, to be... by the way. Yes. It should be noted in East Portland. Past 82nd. For anybody who knows the Portland area, that's kind of the uh, what's uh, colloquially known as the uh, felony flats. Uh, no, I remember 82nd is now renamed the Avenue of Roses. <laughs> yes, no, it is not. It is uh, the home of hookers and uh, drug dealers. That's pretty much what, what uh, 82nd Avenue is. He's going to be past 82nd Avenue, fully in the felony flats, but let alone the fact is Jake the Snake Roberts will be there. Jake the Snake is kind of creepy looking. Uh, no, he, okay, for anybody who doesn't know, he was a WWF wrestler, now WWE, back in the day, back in the late 80s, uh, early 90s type, uh, around that era, and uh, he was famous because, yes, he was Jake the Snake Roberts, and he had a giant boa constrictor he would bring into the ring with him <gasps> in a bag. Do you think he's going to bring his boa constrictor with him when I, he goes to the, the wow hall his, or whatever you're going to? <laughs> his boa constrictor's name was Damien. And I don't believe that Damien is probably... Are you kidding me? No, that's, that was the name of the snake. And his signature move was he would do... Uh, oh, wait a minute. He did like a pile driver thing. And then he would uh, he would throw the snake on top of whoever he beat. So they'd wake up with like this giant boa constrictor like slithering over them. That was like his big thing. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. So would he wrestle with the snake on him? No, he wouldn't wrestle He'd with the snake. He'd set it off s- to the side. No, the snake would be in a bag off to the side. And then when he won, you knew what was going on. 
This is intro music? This is his theme song. Yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts theme. Yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts. I would make a great WWF announcer. WWE. I would be so great at that. The thing is, wow, this so- is a pretty rocking theme. Do you think he's? <gasps> do you think when you go see him in the veterans hall that he's going to walk out to his music? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's either going to be the greatest thing ever or the saddest thing ever. I don't know which one it's going to be. I'm going for um, greatest. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But I believe you get a chance to meet and greet with Greg, him. Greg, 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 Greg. When you go and meet him, can I download this music onto my phone and play the music as you approach him to shake his hand? <laughs> <laughs> can I play Jake the Snake's theme? I maybe, maybe. The thing is, though, so, so when I meet him, I don't know if I'm going to get a chance because I want to try to set up an interview with him. Well, but of I course don't know you'll what... get a chance to meet him because it's a meet and greet and you have right. a ticket for a meet and greet. Right. Yeah. So, I, well, I mean, I'll get to meet him, but will I get to interview him? Because I want to cu- try to set up an it interview. It doesn't say interview and greet. I it's don't know meet what... and greet. I don't even know exactly what it is I would ask him, though. I don't know how that would work, interviewing a WWF kind of guy. It's being noted in the chat. Uh, somebody says he looks like kind of molesty. He does uh, look he kind does, of molesty. He does. If you take him out of context, yes, Jake the Snake Roberts does look like the guy who lived in a trailer park, you know, way off well, in this the is country him like 20 years by himself. Ago. And you would see him like every once in a while, you'd see the guy like standing out at the end of the driveway, not doing anything, just standing, staring at the cars that go by. We had people like that where I grew up that you, would, you wouldn't see them. They'd have like a really long, because I grew up out in the country, they'd have like a really long driveway. So you couldn't even see the house from the road uh-huh. and then every once in a while you'd speculate what they looked like and then you'd just see them out there one day and they'd be standing like at the end of the road like just with staring. a shovel and staring <laughs> and you have no idea what it is they've been up to we had several different houses like that that were different uh, we, we would speculate what went on back there well that Greg what are you going to say but Jake so, the snake looks like one of those guys well what I'm saying is I'm looking at this picture and I'm assuming this picture of him this is probably him in his prime uh, yes. That I'm looking at. Yes, yes. And you that prime Google was about about 20 years ago. About 20 years ago. So yeah. I wonder what, I, well, none of that hair is still there. I bet the bottom, I bet he has a skullet. Uh, probably. I bet he has a, a mean skullet. I'm going to assume. Or he got some transplants. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Some hair possible. implants or transplants. Or oh, that would there. be awesome if he did. Oh, yeah. Now, do you think he's, Greg, Greg, do you think he's going to bring a snake? No, he's not going to bring it. Well, I don't know if he's going to bring a snake. Do you think Damien's um, still alive? Do snakes live a long time? Snakes live a long time, I think, but I doubt Damien is still alive. I don't believe Damien's still alive. I cannot believe you remember of the name of his goddamn snake. Oh, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Wow, he kind of looks like Gallagher. Uh, oh, he does have a little bit of a Gallagher <laughs> look to him, although I don't think even Jake the Snake is quite as crazy as Gallagher. Uh, Nobody is as no. crazy as Gallagher. No. No, which we have interviewed Gallagher on this show. You can Google <laughs> you can that on that. our go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, type in Gallagher. Oh my gosh. So it. have you ever gone to any kind of meet and greet before? No. So when I was a kid, you know, because I don't watch WWE now, but when I was a kid, this was like the prime era when I watched it. And the closest I ever got to seeing it was actually I don't think I ever saw a WWF match in person. We would go to my cousin's house in Salem because she had cable, and then we could rent or, or buy like SummerSlam and, uh, and and WrestleMania when those came out. <laughs> so we would get those and have a big party and watch watch those. But no, I never actually saw one in person. The closest though, I would watch Portland wrestling. Yes, Portland wrestling was a big deal back then, and a lot of like those wrestlers went on to the WWF, and they would have them come down to Salem to the Armory, and then they'd have matches. And so I went and saw those there one time. And I saw one of the guys who ended up going to Demolition. His name was Crush. But when he was wrestling in Portland Wrestling, he had a different name. And then there was, um, there was a few other guys. There was, uh, there was Scotty the Body. Scotty the Body was there. And he was like, his whole thing was like he, he had like a, I guess, a good body. I, I don't know. And then he would I thought be you like, thought Myers Leonard had a good body. No, that was taken out of context. 
taken out of context. So yeah, that was that's the closest that I ever that I ever saw it. So this is this is a real opportunity. Like when I was eleven, this would have been wow. one of the greatest things possible would be to meet Jake the Snake Roberts in person. And now it's gonna happen. It is coming true. So this is gonna be the first WWF wrestler you've ever met. Yeah. Yeah, I think so well, except for uh Rowdy Roddy Piper at the at the radio station. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. but this is like but this guy's—he's a character. Other than he's that, coming. I don't know. Well, yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper wasn't even like in his like wrestling character when he was there because he was kind of there pimping his son. Right. Yeah. Because his son's like an MMA fighter. Yes. Which, but by this the is way, like Jake the Snake. This is for Jake the Snake. By the way, Rowdy Roddy Piper, if you'd like to join the Fun Employment Radio Network, please uh, get a hold of me. I know you're here in town in Portland. We're still interested in that. Oh. Uh, but with uh, yeah, I don't think that I've ever actually met. Other than that, I, I, I can't think of ever meeting a, a WWF guy, at least that I knew of. Yep. Maybe at the radio station there were some of like current ones that I don't know who they are. And mm. I probably mixed them up with like a mixed martial arts guy or something like that when yeah. we worked in radio. But they didn't have cool names like Jake the Snake. No! Yeah, I'm looking at the event. So Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, uh, wherever it's being hosted, is pleased to announce a professional wrestling legend and WWE Hall of Fame inductee, yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts. Exactly. Uh, Mr. Roberts. He goes by Mr. Roberts, not okay. Mr. Snake, by the way. So take that out of your okay. in-depth questions. Can I call him Jake? Him. I don't think so. You have to call him Mr. Roberts. Mr. Roberts. All right. That's fine. Uh, it says, Mr. Roberts will be signing autographs from 6 to 8 p.m. So it's open to the general public. Tickets can be purchased at the door or in advance. So, oh my gosh, Greg, official Jake the Snake merchandise will be available for I purchase. I might have to buy a Jake the you Snake. You have shirt. to. I will have You have to. I'm. I think that I'm going to buy a Jake the Snake shirt or something. Okay, because we yeah. have to. It, it's just something that has to be done. Everyone we're going with is required to buy some sort of merchandise. Mm-hmm. It's like it all is donated toward a good cause anyway. Okay, so and it's for charity. It's for charity. Okay, so see, look, Jake the Snake heart of gold. Is the charity uh, Jake the Snake's out of money and it needs, <laughs> needs you to buy some shirts? Jake the buy some shirts from Jake the Snake, please. <laughs> please buy a shirt. Wow, Jake the Snake. Uh, he's under the term athlete. On Facebook. Okay. He has 25,000 fans. All right. I would expect a little bit more, but okay. All you right. would? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a big deal. Okay. But Facebook wasn't... But I, I suppose his main uh, core group of fans may not be Facebook users. That's entirely possible, too. Uh, yes. I will uh, I will have to be probably buying... So what are you going to say? So if you got an opportunity... Okay. To, maybe I should play... All right. Here. All right. I think that we should do a run-through. Okay. I mean, we've interviewed hundreds hundreds of people celebrities literally hundreds of people literally maybe more than that and but i've never interviewed somebody like this like this is one of those childhood things where it's like okay i was a fan of you as a kid i don't know quite what to ask all right let me think here okay so so how is this all right i'm jake the snake is that is that a good one (laughs) no it's terrible so this is how he's okay so i'm i'm coming up for an interview is this what we're doing yeah okay so uh uh, wow, yeah, you get it for a discount, too, because the tickets, I think, were like 10 bucks, and autographs on his website are 20 You already saved $10. Nice. You can't afford not to go see Jake the Snake. <laughs> Let me just say, as much of a nerd as Greg is, our friend Derek is probably the biggest wrestling nerd I have ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. He actually bought, like, a stack. <laughs> of t- as soon as he saw that Jake the Snake was coming in, he was the first person to buy He was told, like, he was the first person to buy them. He bought, like, a stack of them. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to go see Jake the Snake. Do you think anybody would want to go see Jake the Snake? Oh, yeah, like, no, I know. That's how I know, because he sent me a text. Oh, yeah. No, like, it was look very what I just excited. Want to go? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> Why are I you do. even asking me? Why are you Why bothering? Why would you ever ask Tell me that? where and when I need to be. <laughs> Actually, I talked to him yesterday. I think we're, we're going we're gonna to hang out beforehand so we can pre-party for Jake the Snake. And then after. <laughs> so we got to get pre- prepped. So we're going to meet up, have a couple beers, 
before we go. Well, you have to meeting. have a couple beers yeah. before you. Have, and no, 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 shishi cocktails. You're having some motherfucking beers. You're having right. like some Rainier, some like salt of right. the earth, like crap beer. Some and some some bourbon, some burgers or something. Yep, that. Yeah. Maybe eat some like early times. Some like fries or like some chicken, some burgers. I don't know why this is associated with it, but yet I kind of agree with you. Yeah, that's kind of what you need to do. It totally is. And you have to wear like filthy jeans. And you have to wear like. Do you have, have an wear- old like wrestling shirt? No, I don't have any wrestling shirts. I, I don't know if I ever did. Yeah, I don't have any wrestling shirts. But oh my gosh! Oh wow! I'm sorry. I just remembered something right now. When I went down to my parents' house uh, a couple of weeks ago, they uh, they're they're in the process of making me take back all of my old things that are stored there, including the wrestling figure, the little wrestling uh, action figures, not dolls, there, action figures. Of course, I have a Jake the Snake action figure. I should get him to autograph that. Will your parents bring it up for you? I've got it at my house. You right have now. it at your house. I have it at my house right now. I believe it even has a snake. With you it. get that autographed. You can put it in the studio. That is what's going to happen. That's that can happen. It has <laughs> Greg just burp. No, he just actually did no. it. <gasps> McGriff is no, back. No, that was me losing my breath for a second because I was so excited. <laughs> he took his. He literally took his own breath away. <laughs> so so all right all right for interviewing. All right uh, yeah okay so so we're practicing this now. What was your Jake the Snake voice? Hi. It's an awful voice. Hi, Mister Roberts. Uh, it's it's really just call it Snake. Hi, Snake. It's really the great. Snake. Hi, the Snake. It's really great to meet you. You know, I've been a huge fan for a long time. Um, I got right, I'm going to try and do it like a, a, like I'm going to try and get him. He's going to try and rush you, but you have to try and make the most of your time. Okay. Okay. All right. I've been a huge fan for a long time. That's Just great. To, That's great, man. Do that, you do you have something you want me to sign? Uh, I do actually. I have uh, your action figure from the '80s. You know uh, that uh, that I've got. That's kind of sad, man. Aren't you like forty something? I'm not forty something. <laughs> Jay, the snake would not say these kinds of things, but fine. Uh, no, no, it's, it's you really don't great. know what the what the snake has gone through in the past also, twenty years. Also, uh, Jake, uh, can I call you Jake? No. Okay, snake. Uh, the the snake. Uh, anyway, you know, I, I just want to say, speaking of the snake, you know, since we have just want to ask you a couple of questions, I've got to know: uh, is Damien here, or is Damien? Uh, Damien died seven years ago, and it's been a really traumatic time for me. Oh. I can't believe that you didn't research that before you asked me that, motherfucker. I, I'm, I'm really sorry. How I didn't dare mean, you open a wound so fresh? I didn't mean to offend you, the snake. Uh, I, you know, I didn't mean to offend you with that. I, I just, I was a big fan of Damien too. You know, I've, I've lost a pet before. I know how hard that is. You don't know how hard it is. You don't know the bond that Damien and I had. No, I could see it on screen and I knew it was real. That there was a, it was a man reptile. You don't know anything. I, you're, you're right, sir. Now, sad little man, you want me to sign your toy that you've been holding on to since you were a kid? Yes, the, the snake, that would be wonderful. We paid for tickets to be here, by the way. And so I'm kind of supporting. That's real great there, buddy. I'm kind of supporting. The charity. Uh, do you have any plans to get back into wrestling? Do you think that's something that that's maybe in your future? What? Now you're just going to stare at me? This is that's exactly what he'd radio. do. He'd stare at you. <laughs> Why would you ask a guy who's been retired? He has been inducted into the Hall of because Fame. You're throwing me off with all the different names. <laughs> There's only one name, and it's the Snake. The Snake. <laughs> the Snake. Uh, okay. But seriously, do you think he's going to bring a snake? I, no, I doubt. I doubt he'll have a snake with him. Do you think he travels with What if he has, like, a sad, like, stuffed snake with him? <laughs> that, that would be sad. <laughs> that would be sad. Yes. Yes, it would be. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Here's another thing. So his, his main move was, move was the DDT. So, uh, Mr. The Snake, you know, how did you come up with the, with the DDT as your signature move? Because I'm good. 
How do you think anyone becomes a wrestler? You couldn't become a wrestler. Well, no. Are you in, in the WWE Hall of Fame? I didn't think so. I'm Jake the Snake, man. No. Who are you? Some little boy bringing up a toy for me to sign? Well, first you called me old, now a little boy. Okay, well, either... either I'm yes. very confused. My, my hair implants got lodged into my brain somehow. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that, the snake. Uh, it's, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, can I take a photo with you? Please? No. Okay. The $10 was for the autograph. Okay. Fuck uh, off. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much. Wow. Your, your version of Dick the Snake Roberts isn't very nice. See? So now you have something to look forward to. Can't go anywhere but up. Famous last <laughs> words. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see. We'll if he's see doing this. it for charity, I'm sure he's a very, very nice man. All right. Let's just say this. If you have questions you'd like me to attempt to ask, Jake the Snake Roberts. Go ahead and send them to us, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, or send it to us on Twitter at funupradio, and I will attempt. I'll pick one that question. Should be, that I'll pick should one be a question bet out. that we have this week. We have to bet on something, and then before Friday, one of us has to write a question for the other one to ask Jake the Snake. Uh, maybe. Oh, we'll think about that. Greg's nervous now. I'll tell you what, though. I will attempt to ask one question from a listener. I will ask whatever it is. We'll pick one of them, and I will attempt to ask Jake the Snake this question. <laughs> I'll try. Yes, somebody's saying they all have to be... Uh, Snake double entendres. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we can attempt that. Are you going to try to wiggle your way back into professional wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> Slither your way. <laughs> wow, dude. Just all watching right. well, a whole anyway. bunch of grown men talking about this yesterday was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it is kind of awesome. You guys are so excited. It's very exciting. Well, I am anyway, so excited to witness it. I don't think that you are. Uh, you should be going because you obviously do not have the right reverence for this situation. But uh, <laughs> we have a lot of stuff to get to here today. I think uh, maybe should we go ahead and um, play some Tim Riley news? Oh yes, here at the uh, at the top of the show. Why, I think that is a fantastical idea. All right. Well, while we're pro- pulling that up, uh, I do want to say one other thing too. Of course, one of our fine sponsors that helps keep this show going is. Next Adventure. Oh, yeah. Nextadventure.net right here in Portland. They've got two different locations. And on top of that, this weekend, Saturday, May 31st, that is Saturday, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's Saturday. uh, Will be Next Adventure's fourth annual Summer Splash, which is going to be happening at the Selwood Riverfront Park um, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Basically, it's this. Uh, I'm going to cut to the chase here. They got... Literally, it says here, hundreds of kayaks. You get to test them out in the water. Mm, you can take them and test them out and then purchase one. Obviously, if you've been wanting to purchase one, this is the best opportunity to go there. Yeah, because Next Adventure never discounts boats. They never do. This is the one time that they actually yep. do. Yep. Uh, Particularly you can, kayaks. Uh, you'll be able to save 15% um, on, uh, on kayaks. So that's... An awesome deal because a good kayak, you know, you got to invest in that kind of stuff. Oh, and temperatures are supposed to be in the 80s on Saturday anyway. Uh, dude, I'm going to be trying out every single kayak. I'm going to annoying- go on a kayak on the river when it's 80 degrees outside. That's awesome. Uh, here's the problem, though. What? I'm probably going to be the annoying guy that wants to try out all of the kayaks. You are. You're like the guy that takes all the samples. You are that guy. Yeah. That yeah. is just your lot in if life. If there's something free, I will take advan- full advantage of it. If it's samples, all of the samples. I don't even care if it's something I don't like. The kayaks... I want to ride in all of the kayaks. Make sure that somebody's close to you because you are so like problematic in life. Like I would see you accidentally flipping over and not being able to flip yourself back up <laughs> and then like drown. Man dies in one foot of water. On <laughs> one foot of water so in a so, kayak. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I don't it's think going Next Adventure would be stoked about that. I think it's going to be safe. I'm not they saying have... the event isn't safe. I'm saying you're not safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's fair. That that that's a fair statement. I'll I'll accept that. 
Uh, no, I'm going to try these out. It's going to be like awesome. Flailing around in the water. Oh my god, <laughs> spazzing. Oh, this is going to be glorious. Well, you weekend. can come out and see me do that at uh, Selwood Park this uh, Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 oh, like p.m. at Next Adventures' fourth annual Summer Splash. Summer Splash. Um, well, I do have since we have a few minutes. Oh, do you want to do Tim's? Yes. yes. Let's let's do some Tim Riley news. Of course, this is produced exclusively for Fun Employment Radio by News God Tim Riley. It's Tim Riley news and commentary. Here we go. And by for action. This is the news with Tim Riley. Hello, unemployment radio listeners. We begin today with a story from Florida. After celebrating her 52nd birthday with family and friends at a restaurant, an intoxicated Florida woman allegedly pushed her wheelchair-bound mother over a curve, causing the woman to fall and smash her head on the cement. As she pushed the wheelchair off the curb, 52-year-old Patricia Turvier said, This is for 52 years of SHIT, mother. The birthday girl was arrested for aggravated battery at a person over 65. That's a even in Florida. She's also charged with striking her sister in the face with a camera. Jim Carr, a Chicago coffee expert, has died after the large coffee machine he was setting up fell on top of him. He was injured in the head and chest and taken to Northwestern Memorial Hospital where he was pronounced dead. Carr is a respected member of the coffee community. Here's a sign of how bad things are in Detroit. That's a pile of rubble that tries to pass itself off as a city. One in five properties in Detroit is damaged, vacant, or flat-out uninhabitable, and an estimated 70,000 homes need to be demolished in the next five years. These nearly 85,000 properties account for roughly, say, 22% of all properties in the city. Altogether, the group estimates that 72,000 structures must be demolished. That's $1,250 a month. It's going to cost Detroit taxpayers $1.9 billion. A loose cannon lawyer running for district attorney in California's Central Valley is surging in name recognition as his unhinged behavior continues to land him behind bars. And all over the local news, displaying an uncanny knack for boozing and brawling, Gary Hickey has already grabbed headlines in San Joaquin County for allegedly plowing into a telephone pole, beating a man with a shoe, and hunting bars on weekday morning. And that's not all. The 64-year-old defense attorney outdid himself over Memorial Day weekend. He got busted not once, but twice. In a 24-hour span, cops in Lodi first arrested Hickey for public drunkenness Friday night after they received multiple reports that he was boozing up and cruising around town in a rented U-Haul. Thanks so much for listening today. The news is brought to you by OfficeBreakGifts.com and is produced exclusively for the Fun Employment Radio Network. News around the clock. This is your swinging station. I love Tim. Tim is amazing. Follow him on Twitter at Tim Riley News. We are so lucky that he picked us to hell yeah to do the news on uh, because he is awesome. God bless him. All right, I have a couple quick stories, and then of course we're going to bring Todd Armstrong in. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, couple stories for you, real quick. If you live in Boston, Massachusetts, I do have a warning for you. Beware of the tickler. What? The tickler. 
This is something that's happening in Boston right now, Greg, and it's super serious. It's the Boston tickler. (laughs) All right, there are reports now all over Boston that there is a serial foot tickler on the loose (laughs) in, uh, more specifically, Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. So I guess it's not in Boston proper, but in Chestnut Hill. Uh, the suspect sneaks into college students' homes and dorm rooms while they sleep. And police reports say that at least 10 sightings and uh, feet tickled of the so-called tickler um, have been reported so okay. far. So he sneaks in in the middle of the night? He sneaks in into the dorm rooms and into the houses. So the tickler, as Boston law enforcement has uh, dubbed him, has been terrorizing an area populated by mostly Boston college students who live off campus. Apparently, he's been around for at least two years, and it's unclear of how many people he's victimized, but they think it's in the dozens now at this point. Two years this tickler has been on the Over two loose? years. So a man by the name of Daniel Morenzi was interviewed by Boston.com, who was doing this report, and he said, I thought my friend was just trying to annoy me, but soon I realized it wasn't anybody I knew. I looked up and sat up, but he was already running on the way out. Oh. Nobody has seen the face of the tickler. Gross. They don't know what he looks like or who he is. That's unnerving. That he's on the loose in Massachusetts. Oh, I can see my former roommate being a tickler. <laughs> that could probably happen. Uh, no, that's that's quite uh, that's quite disturbing. I'm yes. Not, I'm not going to lie. That I don't know why that's extra creepy. Well, somebody's sneaking into your room and they're tickling your feet. Ugh. Everything about that's creepy. I hate having my feet tickled. Just to put that you hate there. everyone touching you. Yeah, I'm not a big toucher. No, you are no. the least touchy person. Well, I, think not, I've ever I don't met. like surprise touches. <laughs> Sounds like bad things have happened to you. I want to know the touch is coming first. <laughs> Got to clear the touch. Yes. <laughs> oh, Keelan, that shit's gold. Did that's in the it? live chat at funemploymentradio.com. I can't repeat that live. on the show, but that's in the live chat. That's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> All right, second story. <clears throat> God, my throat hurts after doing my Jake the Snake impression poorly. <laughs> yeah, that was not an impression. Really. It wasn't. Imp- I don't even know what he sounds like. All right, and finally in Lexington, KY, Kentucky. I want you to guess. Kentucky. Which one, what state do you think has a K and a Y in it? Kentucky. Right? Kentucky. Stop it. I'm going to say yes. Oh, well, it says it in the first sentence. All right. Now, do you remember this story that I had a few months ago about the preacher who was the, the, the snake charmer handler preacher? Who was, who was uh, doing like his, uh, you know... Yeah, they had a reality like show, Bible-thumping right? snake dance thing and ended up getting bit by the snake and died yeah. of poison. Yeah, there was, a, there was a reality show on it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, the, so he has some offspring. <clears throat> so the son of the snake-handling Kentucky preacher who died from a snake bite says that he is now in recovery from his own rattlesnake snake bite. Shocking. That he received. Shocking. Yes, this guy's name is Cody Coots. And Cody Coots tells the Lexington Herald-Ledger that he was bit on the finger as he removed his magical snakes from the cage. So this happened on Monday. So the 21-year-old Coots said that he declined medical treatment from an ambulance crew because he said he's going to rely on prayer for healing. That worked out really well for his father. It's just Darwin in action. It is. It's just a future Darwin. Future Darwin award. It just award. makes sense. Uh, the young Cody Coots also goes on to say that uh, he told the Lord that he wouldn't go to the hospital. Now, he said his hands swelled and he was vomiting repeatedly, but by Tuesday, the pain had mostly subsided. It's, it's just like people that keep, like, wild cats as pets, <laughs> like a cage full of lions, and then are surprised when they eat them. Yeah. Yeah. Big, when they turn big on surprise you. there. Well, uh, Cody Coots is a fourth-generation snake handler and has been bitten five times previously. Of course, his father, Jamie Coots, 
Died of a snake bite in February following Jamie Coots. Jamie Coots. I, I knew a Jamie Coots when I went to. A, I think I remember you saying this yeah. when I was talking about Jamie Coots. Yeah, it was a it was a girl though. Ah, uh, well, his father Jamie Coots died of a snake bite in February following his death. Cody Coots took over as pastor of the Full Gospel Tabernacle in Jesus' Name Church. That's the full name of the church, Full Gospel Tabernacle in Jesus' Name, in Middlesbrough, Kentucky. So there you have it, Darwin in action, my friends, and a Boston tickler. There's your. I'll be at ever so brief world of crazy. Awesome. All right. All right. Here's some here's some motion in the ocean over there. That is the wrong the wrong way to to describe that motion in the ocean. Yeah, here's some talking. I don't, I don't think that's quite exactly how you should be describing the green room in our studio. All right, uh, we do need to take a break here and get our guest in studio. So we're gonna do that. If you're listening live, we're just gonna play a couple of songs here and bring them in, and we'll be joined in just a minute with Todd Armstrong here awesome. on Radio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. I've never heard that described as chicken skin. No, and now that's, I'm never going to be able to unhear that or unthink no, that. Now I kind of want to steal that. I kind of want to start using that. It's chicken skin. From yeah. Grandma Armstrong, from Snooky Armstrong, <gasps> circa 1984. Grandma Armstrong taught us all. <laughs> and her name was Snooky? Mm-hmm. Snooky? That's yes, right, uh, Irene, but she went by Snooky. That's wow. so cute. That is awesome. Grandpa Cletus went by Pete. <laughs> Grandpa Cletus and Snooky. And Grandpa Lonnie went by Red. Wow. Rednecks don't check See, that's cool. Name. All right, just to introduce. Hello, this is Fun yeah. Employment Radio. Hello. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> Todd Armstrong for tuning in. <laughs> Todd Armstrong right now joining us here live in studio. Okay, see, that's that's the awesome thing, though, back then, because everybody had amazing nicknames. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like people have those great nicknames There are good nicknames anymore. anymore. My dad's nickname was Marshmallow. What? what was your, did you get a nickname? Uh, a thumper. Thumper? Yeah, this uh, sounds awesome. From Bambi, the movie. Uh-huh. And, like, oh, every yeah. time I was on my mom's stomach, they play ZZ Top or something with like a big beat, like something like je- like old thumpy stuff. I just start kicking her and get a rhythm going, and just I've always had a good beat. I'm musically lackluster beyond all anything. <laughs> I can hold a beat like a mother. I really can. So. Wow. Yeah, Greg's always attempted to get nicknames, but he. Yeah. What did you want to be? He tried to get himself to be named Cockroach. Oh no, that was when I was a kid. No, okay. <laughs> I yeah. survived everything. <laughs> so when I was like eight, I was a huge fan of the Cosby Show. And there was Theo's buddy who had the nickname Cockroach. Yeah. And so I decided I wanted to be Cockroach too. And so I, I made like all these sticker like montages of Cockroach and I tried to get my parents to call me Cockroach. <laughs> and did you have like, my like little like, bo- no. like, toy boxes that you would write Cockroach I on? did. Yeah. <laughs> this belongs to Cockroach. And I was like, because he was the cool like kooky guy who would show up. And uh, yeah, it never, it never worked out though. I could not. Oh, and also it's being reminded to me in the chat from Keelan. Uh, also, White Lightning. Oh, that, that was my wrestling. I did give myself a lot of I names. Yeah. yeah, that was when I was a big uh, you can't WWF give a nickname. fan. That was my wrestling name because yeah. I was going to grow up to be a wrestler. <laughs> and I had like these white spandex shorts when spandex shorts were popular. They were never popular. Well, yeah, for were, men? They were for 
I'd say like I don't know. I had a red pair in like seventh grade. Now, did you wear yeah, it was a about shirt like long time. enough? At least so you didn't have to see like a bulge. No, it was more like you got the long Stussy shirt to cover my. Oh yeah, <laughs> I could never afford a real Stussy shirt. I would no, go I to like got the rip off ones at the market that used to be at the Greyhound mm-hmm. track. You know, at the basement there. Yeah, we go to uh, I'd go to Mexico with my family and just load up on all sorts of like fake Stussy and like Massimo and shit. No, did they have no like fr? Did they have like the actual logo? Or yeah. Did they just? Oh, they were pirated. Nope, it was the exact logo with like little dots over. Oakleys, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I had a pair of $8. Oakleys. I did too. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, they look good and they also give you like eye cancer problems. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they stain your face green afterwards <laughs> after wearing them. All right. That's, that's badass. Yeah. Oakleys. <laughs> well, Todd, uh, permanent comedy is yeah. going very well, sir. Yeah, it seems that people have been enjoying it. Uh, You've got buttons. The, yes, we have buttons and temporary stickers and. Wolfflies Media is beyond amazing. Like they are, they are the backbone of the whole thing. That like Dustin is so good at what he does. I, I have ideas, and he is a facilitator. Upset ideas. Yes, absolutely. So buttons, like editing, it's great. Like uh, the next episode is coming out Saturday. All right, uh, and this is um, the one with Nathan Brandon, yeah, Nathan right? Brandon, Brandy fight, and Janet Kim's going to cover a little couple of jokes here and there, and then the next episode will come out. It's going to be uh, Billy Wayne Davis and Jacob Christopher doing the stand up. And oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, I talked to Billy Wayne about like last comic standing and just moving to moving uh, to bigger cities out of Seattle. Talked to Nathan about you know just like. Health, life, first tattoo. When Portland's funniest person. So, I mean, how did he take the uh, the tattoo needle? Yeah, he was he was impressed because the first episode with Gonji John, and then the second episode with him, where we were both filmed at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the, the theme was like just folks I knew with had you know ingratiating hail filaments. I mean, just they were not doing well in front right. to get their first tattoos mm-hmm. and to have a almost control over an intimate almost health procedure, and they're like, oh, this ain't nothing. Oh, yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Compared Nathan to with Br- what Nathan's been through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nathan doesn't have a colon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And John's on nothing. his third kidney. I mean, he's on his wow. second eye. So it's Damn. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a reason for it. So it's like, it's, it's nice to talk about the cathartic process of like, oh, just being able to, to, to choose a permanent thing. Uh-huh. And Nathan's point that, that you'll talk about during the show is about how with a tattoo, you know, it's done and it's over. Mm-hmm. Like a health procedure where you sell the bills for years and years. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. So what is an episode of Permanent Comedy like? Like, is it um, like you talking to them, also part stand-up? Is it? Yeah, a basic episode is it rolls in with a, we'll, a couple graphic artist stuff, and then we'll have a few few bits of stand-up, anywhere from three to one, maybe like say a few moments of stand-up uh, from Helium Comedy Club, from a few different comics that I like to feature from the Northwest. And then uh, anywhere from like a seven to 11 minute chunk of an interview where both myself and uh, said artist is going to get interviewed, and we just talk about life and comedy and you know, why they're there. And, and then while getting tattooed. Yeah, while getting tattooed. I find that you really force people to be themselves in that moment. Oh, yeah. There's no facade there. And that's that's, that's where the idea came from is because, I, I mean, I have a full right sleeve I had well before I was ever a comic. And mm. uh, I just, I mean, it's 50 hours of my life. I sat there and talked with Matt Reed at Tiger Lily up on Sandy. It so, is a real bonding experience. Yeah, super rad dude. I mean, he's got crazy rad stories, better stories than I could tell. I mean, he's, dude, I mean, dude never met his dad. His dad passed away, like, in Vietnam when he was in utero. And he grew, I mean, just, like, wow. rad, crazy, amazing stories. And you get to know these personal human beings and find out why they've spent the bulk of their life in this. Like, this is an artist then. People, mm. people are just moving here and realizing that, and they're kind of sitting around being a little lazy, but they're – if you take it for what it is, Portland's an amazing place to do whatever the hell you want. Yep. Yeah. I like to talk to people that have been here, like through the rain and the weather. Like we, we're mentally tight people. <laughs> we're tough. 20 <laughs> years in a rainforest where it pisses <laughs> rain. I mean, we, we, we're not going to cry. And if we do, leave us alone. We'll be fine in five minutes. <laughs> Rub some dirt in it. We'll be fine. So I want to ask you about tattoos. So would you ever, I just wanted to ask this, yep. would you ever break the neckline? 
Um, I don't think so myself. Uh, I, I heard a rule when I was younger that uh, don't ever let a tattoo be seen where a judge can see it. Like, oh. Basically, anything can be hidden in the suit. So cuffs, cuffs, ankles, you know, and neckline. Yeah. I'm not a fan of face tattoos, but uh, there's a few. Um, I, let me phrase that. I'm not a fan of visceral neck or face tattoos in the sense of like almost like stitches that rapper from Florida with the AK-47 on his face. Right. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, but, or uh, who's it has the ice cream cone? Uh, uh, yeah. Gucci Mane? Yeah. Gucci yeah. Mane. <laughs> and, uh, and like uh, that's how much I love hip hop people just by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but like Joanne Martian, she uh, she has beautiful ornate almost like not quite paisley pent curls on the corner of her eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's so stunning. And Jerry has almost like a, a trailing pattern around his eyes and a uh, nice it's not glow in the dark green but it's that same pale very really pretty opaque green okay and it just so it i mean it really i think ingratiates the face it looks well on certain people mm. but i'm not a fan of the just like oh shit that's a skull on my skull dude <laughs> right. i saw this uh, picture of this beautiful woman who just had like loyalty written on the oh. side of her face i'm like why wow. the fuck would you do that you had, you, it was Dave's working well was too much i know <laughs> <laughs> Well, and also we... Yes, speaking of Dave's bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, we talked about this last week that Dave Chappelle was in town and ended up doing, I don't even know how many nights of shows. Uh, like it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 10, to- 10 shows total. Damn. God damn it. Which it just happened, like out of at least as far as us and the public knew, like out of nowhere. It did. No, I was I rolled on the mic uh, Tuesday at 7 to say hi, run, uh, ask a couple questions about how Al Madrigal's weekend was. And then right when I got to the top of the uh, stairs, Chris Clark, a great comic, watch from me, also works at Dort Helium, super funny dude, super good guy. Uh, he's like, dude, fucking Dave Chappelle is going to be here tomorrow. And I'm like, you're a liar. Like, he's, he's my friend. I like him. He's not going to BS like that. And so I went right to the <laughs> office, knocked on the door. I had to talk to Shane and the manager anyways. And I was like, one, uh, I need to get my second week. I need to book another week here. I have another <laughs> week. And two, are you serious? Is Dave Chappelle going to be here? She's like, yeah, it just confirmed an hour ago. Oh, my God. So, like, literally at, like, a, like 6.45 Tuesday night uh-huh. is when it was confirmed. Because that's when that I started exactly getting messages when, yeah. from everybody, yeah. too. Like, dude, that Dave quickly. Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, and Dave Chappelle. Then, and then three hours later, all the tickets were sold out till Friday. And then they added shows on uh, Thursday to confirm Saturday. And then they added Sunday shows like midnight on Saturday. Wow. Just because basically the Portland shit in the water joke. I swear he, he, they added shows. I mean, he his material <laughs> on the poo in the water. I'm not, I'm, I swear to everything. I swear to everything is going to be in the special. When he films the Carnegie Hall stuff, I'm not playing with you, Portland, Oregon. We fucked up. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. I, look, look, more chicken skin. That's yeah, I how see good it. the jokes I see the chicken were. skin. Like, they were amazing. Like, oh my, like, I don't even want to even tip the hand. Oh, He's the greatest God. comedian alive. He's the greatest comic since prior. There's no gray area in my mind. He slaughtered us, called us out on our shit about how, you know, if you don't make fun of everybody, you know, <laughs> that's discrimination. I mean, it was absolutely aesthetically brilliant. I had It was the most, it was like Woodstock for me. Like, f- that's my version. Like, people had their thing. Like, uh-huh. I got to watch five shows for oh my, my idol. Wow. And bring him cigarettes on stage and get high with him. And it was, a great <laughs> it was a great damn week to be taught. And I bought a scooter. <laughs> you got a scooter? Yeah. Oh, I miss my scooter. What kind of scooter did you get? I got a ruckus. <gasps> yeah. You locked that shit up, I Todd. Did. I did. I took your advice. Literally, I literally okay. I took your advice. I went right to Harbor Freight, got the baller ass locked yes. through, and I got insurance on it. Too. Oh, awesome. Full insurance already paid. Yeah, our buddy who is in the building, uh, after like the week after my scooter was in, I'm like, I'm like, do you have a garage? He's like, yeah. I'm like, put that in your garage. And he's like, oh, it'll be fine. A week later, it's it was my, taken it's out of It's in my front yard. It's locked to the tree, and there's a pit bull in the yard. Nice. I don't want you to feel the sadness that no. I felt. <laughs> if it doesn't, I got, I'm, I'm good with hustling. Oh, a ruckus! Like, hey, replace it face value. Yeah. <sighs> Other than it's snow camo, I don't like that that weird urban camo thing or whatever. But hey, 
It's old, old dude. Yeah, the battery box is like urban camo. Urban oh, camo. Yeah, it's like white and gray and black. I'm like, whatever. You know, I was like, that's the thing I say to myself. I'm always like, hey, I'm looking for this. As long as it's not that version, it's like, I'd love to find this as long as it's not a yellow car. And yeah. it perfect. It's a goddamn yellow. And I won't <laughs> drive. Like, and it was, it was the urban camo. It was perfect scenario. All Japanese. Old dude owned it. Perfectly tuned up. Only 500 miles. Nice. Like 1,500 bucks. Oh, like, that's like, a good I'll price. I'll dip it. I don't give a shit. I'll blast it. Yeah. Battery yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I already ordered. Uh, already got everything. Is all ready to rock. I got little foot pegs and mirrors in the in the mail. Oh man! Hauling ass around Portland. I already got the forty four. Got it tuned to do that. So. Dang! All right, let me ask you this. So with redneck in me. With scooters, <laughs> that's, I know with impressive. motorcycles, like the common thing is like you tip your hand when you pass another motorcycle. Yeah. Do you do that with scooters? <gasps> no, this, no, because oh, no, they laugh scoot- at you. Oh, this is the best. This is, this is like, oh, this this protocol is hilarious because I, I I'm a, I love motorcycles. I retired a long time ago because I'll kill myself. Mm. Yeah, I, I, haven't had, I haven't had a real bike since I was 24. Um, ruckuses have a caveat. Old folks recognize the ruckus is a badass vehicle from mm. the factory. It it for a scooter, it's a badass scooter. Okay, I mean it's like the, it's like Spud Web. <laughs> right. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The dude could dunk. He won a contest. Yeah. He's the best. He's Greg's favorite. Dude, um, under five, under, he's the best dunker under 5'8". Right. That's what the ruckus is. All and right. So okay. A dude, okay. On, a dude on a bitch bike, a dude on like a crappy old shadow won't flash me. Mm-mm. A dude on a Harley wheel. Yeah. A dude on like a uh, Hayabusa wheel. Dudes on, and, and girls on real bikes too, they'll flash you the scoot flick. But nobody <laughs> on – other scooters will hit you up and people on real bikes will hit you up. But yeah. anyone with their whole like posture poser like, prowess. Like uh-uh. the crotch rocket no. style. Yeah. yeah, but if it's like a crotch rocket two fifty, they won't hit you up because they're already on that poser bike. They're on, <laughs> they're already on the nerdiest bike ever, and you're on the coolest scooter. And so almost like you're like whatever, dude. You're the other nerd in school. Oh um, wow! When I had my, I had a Honda Passport C seventy uh, from nineteen eighty, and I would get stopped by guys on Harleys, and they would and I, they would not give me shit. They're like, that was my first yeah. bike. They loved it. Like oh, I yeah. would have a conversation with them because it was actually legitimately an old bike. Huh. I, I can park. I can. My buddy on a Buell uh, on the other night, we went for a ride around Portland, and he's got a Buell XB 900, or I'm sorry, 1200. Great bike. One of my favorite sport bikes ever made. It's basically a Harley engine with a sport bike frame, so it's real short, real agile, just crazy awesome. Um, I kicked his ass around Portland because <laughs> my turning radius is better. I can get in and out of traffic better. My little clutch, I can. I don't have to shift gears. And okay. And you're almost um, at a disadvantage on a lot of those bikes in urban traffic because mm. they're so heavy and might just you know, 300 pounds. You don't have to shift gears on a Ruckus? No. Huh. A little CVT clutch, a little automatic roll-on. They go from wow. just like a centrifugal clutch, like a little crappy go-kart. Huh. I'm going to look into that for my next they scooter. They really are. Yeah, I, mean, they I need to get a scooter and then we can go scooting around town. Hell yeah. See, like, I want to get a motorcycle. I, I've no, had you a motorcycle. Never, for the reasons that Todd was saying, you would you would kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably. You cannot. No, see, I, I love motards like the like the two fifties or the four hundred motorcycles for the like motocross they bring to mm. the streets. Like mm-hmm. Modern enduros, those are amazing. But it's just they're too much fun. Like you wheel pull wheelies, you'll be fucking around too yeah. much, and that's. I, I limit my own. I know what I'll you know do. your limits. Yeah. yeah. The reason I have a I just bought a Honda minivan to two on the road, not a Honda S two thousand. Because it's like I need to hit the cruise lane. I can sleep in it. I can surf around it. But it's like the things I want are six speed, three pedals. You know, yeah. One hundred ninety miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I had That's a, my mom's fault. She grew up riding motorcycles. It's my mom's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a Yamaha three fifty when I well my dad did, and uh, and so I would ride that one around. But I did. What ultimately happened with that, Greg? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we had. I grew up out in the country, so we had a bunch of property, and there was this. Um, there's when what part on the property there was the fence, and then there was a, a tree on the other side, and so there was like a rope swing on it, and there was probably about 
five feet of space between the fence and the rope swing. And I thought I was all badass. Shooting the gap. Yep. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just rip it, shoot right through that. And, of course, I run right up to it. Got a little too close to the rope. Wrapped around the throttle. Just revved oh, it completely. No. Threw me off. So I fall, fall down on my back. And the bike's going, you know, just rev throttle. But the rope is pulling it back. So it just pulls up into the air. And I'm sitting there laying on the ground. I can still picture this in slow motion. Oh, God. I'm sitting there watching the bike flip up, flip over on its back and start falling towards me. But landed just to my right. Just barely missed me. Jeez. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, shit. I'm not dead. But my dad is be. going to kill yeah. me <laughs> because I just broke the bike and and I almost killed myself. Like I, I'm dead no matter what. I'm dead in this situation. Oh. Yeah, it was terrifying. So it's better to be scared than throwing up blood, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. That was nice. Yes. No, my Quote from Todd Armstrong. My dream though <laughs> is to get a the bike with a sidecar. <laughs> I want a bike with a sidecar. Have you ever driven one? No. <laughs> Drive one first, and then you won't dream about having. Does it, it have okay. a pull to it? So cumbersome, yeah. Because so it's hard. probably hard to turn. I would imagine it's, it's unless you're doing the trunk trick stunt road where you're leaning to pick it up, and it just mm-hmm. it's just I find them to be very cumbersome. I mean, if you want something like that, I'd I'd more go with like one of those Can Ams where it's like a. <laughs> I don't like, know if I can do that. Kenny though. Powers kind of like <laughs> <laughs> it's a land snowmobile. Like, yeah, oh, to God. me they're so cheesy. People, yeah. those are great. It's like no the the T Rexes, the ones that like the Rough Riders would have, or like Rob Deerdick would have, where it's basically. Okay. A, a, a go-kart front frame and then a, a motorcycle rear. It's a tripod. <gasps> oh, yeah. Those are front. weird looking. <gasps> they are the greatest thing ever made. Really? They are, really? Oh, they are psychotically scary. I mean, they're not like a like drive around car because they are kind of tippy in the rear corner. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's two in the front and then one in the back, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, it's just a motorcycle in the back and then like a small, like almost like a Lotus car in the front. <laughs> they're so much fun. Because it sounds really dangerous. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, they just they accelerate and they're light. Like, I just went up to Seattle and went to the K1 go-karts. They have electric indoor go-karts now. Oh, really? They are the best thing I've ever done. Are they, <laughs> I'm assuming fast. Yeah, because like, like, they plug in with like 240 volts. So they have like these massive like just click-in style plug-in like it's almost a hybrid car. And I mean, they felt like they were probably like a 12 or 14 horsepower go-kart. But they were electric, so the torque was on demand. And the bad thing was is they can control it with a remote. So when you'd bump somebody, they'd instantly bump your speed down. Oh. Yeah. And so, like, I'm, a, and I'm an aggressive driver. Todd used air quotes. Like, I don't get that when people, like, leave an open spot. I'm going to dive to my front end to the inside of that corner. That's what it's supposed to be. And yeah. If you're not paying attention, I'm bumping you by accident. <laughs> right. No, I am kind of that way, too. I'm that way just with Portland traffic. Like, yeah. I, I don't like the passive, the passive drivers. They drive me in. Insane. No, when you're stuck at a one uh, offensive driver for the 1200 defensive driver. Because you'll never get out of a four way intersection. Because everyone's just like, you go. No, it's okay. You go. Yeah. You go. It's way too nice. Damn it. Somebody go. Why I bought a moped. I just mob right. Oh, oh my God. I'll tell you this one. Yesterday. (laughs) 82nd. Love Fubon. Please go to Fubon. It's such good fucking food. Oh, yeah. Just go to Fubon. So I'm sitting there at Fubon. Go to 82nd. People were stacking to go take the left from going south to take a, to take their left into Fubon. I was in the right lane going north. So these people proceed to let the light turn red on their left turn lane and they just start continuing to go. Ugh. And then I just, I'm like, and the scooter's nice because I can just pull out the guy in the middle of traffic and just get right in front of him and flip mm-hmm. him off and then still proceed forward. And the guy's face was like, he went to yell at me and was like, oh yeah, you're right. And I look down <laughs> and like, forward real slow. <laughs> Wait, I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> so I'm like, it's like, I guess it's like traffic morality police. Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty liberal with the finger. 
If yeah. if it's dessert, you're kind of aggressive. I have rules though. I mean, it's only if they're one. I hate it when people don't use turn signals when they're switching lanes. That oh. drives me insane. Yeah. So that that probably is finger worthy, mm. depending if finger I get cut worthy. off. Yeah, that'll be finger worthy. I mean, if it's really bad, I'll do some yelling. Which obviously they don't hear it, but it makes me feel better about. I yelled at a couple dumb so, like high school bitches who were like walking oh, yeah. like in the middle of hot. Like they started wandering out into traffic while I'm driving. I'm like, I'm not going to stop for you. You're not in a crosswalk, and I'm just like, and the light was green. I'm like, lights fucking green. The girl's like, whatever. I'm like, I will run you over. <laughs> I'm with you. My uh, my thing is I the thing I hate about Portland, and this is the thing I love about a lot of my international friends that come here. A lot of Canadian friends will point this out. Portland's the only city where there's a two way street on the rural stuff, mm. and they'll wait for someone to go by. There's enough room for cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's 16 feet there, and I hate the people that drive right in the middle of the road. I'm the one, especially on this moped now, or my old little fit that's only like five foot wide. I would just tap mirrors with people. Yeah. It's like, I cannot believe. It's like, this is amazing. We're just, oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. People that go, just go. Yes. Like, there's uh, there's 300,000 people here. Why do we have, like, some of the worst traffic in the nation? That's it. That's why. Yes. Oh, I'm so envious of you and your scooter life. <laughs> <laughs> Scooter life. Scooter life. Todd Armstrong. Portland on from a scooter is the most magical city. Even when it's raining, it's not. Oh, even when it's raining. Because I mean you can get a little rain suit for like forty bucks. Yeah. Hey, do you have any problems? Sorry, just a little inside baseball real quick. Do you have any problems with grates? With the ruckus tires? No, because they're real wide. Because they're so wide, right? That's why I like them. I don't like the narrow like little No, I almost slid out when I was going over the Hawthorne Bridge one time because of the grating on there. Oh. Mine with yeah, that's the nice thing about the scooter too is that the whole waterfront being shut down this weekend. I, you know, they go around the detour on Nato Parkway, just kind of like just go up on the go up on the Hawthorne Bridge and just do an illegal U-turn, and just drop back down on the second. <laughs> Scooting around. <laughs> like, you know, it, you have to at, at some point it's a, it's an unregulated vehicle. So if a cop pulled me over, I could just be like, "Well, it's technically a bike," and then it'd be this really fun legal argument with them. And oh yeah, right, so. right. <laughs> and they'd have to really want to track you down yeah. to go through all that. They and every time wouldn't. a cop talks to me, I just tell them I'm a comic, and most cops want to be comics, and I get really? out of it. I'm not playing with you at all. Oh, because oh, oh, when I'm on the road, like I would always get pulled over leaving bars because I'm I'm this out of state plated car leaving mm-hmm. some place at you know two o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning, new, midnight. I got pulled over every time. Right when the cop would walk up, it was like my same thing I've always learned is like, officer, may I ask why you pulled me over? So they're forced to tell me why they pulled me over. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm stopping you because you're leaving that bar and your lights out. I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't know it was lights out. And I'll jump out of the car right before. I was like, oh, let me check the light. I'm a comedian, so did it. and like, oh, you're a comic, and I'll just always have a DVD in the door jam just. Oh wow. wow! That's a yeah. You guys do the same thing on the radio. It's like, oh, we yeah. do a comedy podcast. I'm so sorry. I just I got caught. <laughs> I got caught having sex in a car <laughs> like, like, uh, two Sundays ago. Good for, for you. Yeah, and a cop came up, knocked on the window, and he's like, "Roll down the window." I was like, "No." <laughs> he's like, "Roll down the window." I was like, "No." Why do I have to? He's like, "Roll down the window." I was like, "No." And gave me time to get dressed, of course, in my uh, cohort. <laughs> so, uh, so he kept just like open the windows. I, like, I don't have to. He's like, "You have to. You're trespassing." Like, no, no, I'm on this side of the gate because I just pulled this other <laughs> He's like, "Didn't you see that sign?" I was like, "Oh, I can see it now. I'll leave now." He's like, "No, roll the window down." I was like, "No, I don't have to." He's like, "Roll the window." Down. I'm going to break the window. It's like, for a wellness check? You can't do that. And he's like, roll the window down. I was like, and at this point, he had never identified himself. This was just someone who rolled up behind my car with yeah, a and flashlight the rolling roll in. The window and down. never identified themselves. Yeah. So obviously, Cowlitz County slash Kelso, wherever that technically that road out was. <laughs> it was hilarious. And so eventually, I just rolled the window down. I was like, I'm a comedian. I'm driving home from uh, Tacoma. I'm very exhausted. Pulled over get a little bit of rest. And he's like, well, you clearly look like you're awake now. I was like, I know. You startled us. And I just handed my ID. <laughs> and by then, we were dressed, except for she had not had her pants on. But it looked very uh, obvious. <laughs> <laughs> he just gave my IDs and left. He's like, ugh. 
Just he laughed, but as soon as I told him it was a comic, he just shook his head. <laughs> wow, yeah. that is a that is good. Yeah, I did so, not so, know about that out. Yeah, so that's that's a good out, and also uh, when it because I mean that's the same thing you always want to ask a cop when they roll up on you. It's like, man, yeah. ask why you pulled me over. Mm-hmm. All right, good to know. Best thing to do. And then they have to tell you why they stopped you. Mm-hmm. Am I being detained? If not, I'm, ba- I'm bouncing. Peace. <laughs> I'm a comic. And, oh, and also, <laughs> also flipping people off. I learned the best fact. Speaking of said girl who I was having sex with, she taught me this. <laughs> that flipping someone off is not saying fuck you. It's what basically uh, it was punishment back in the days of archers. Oh, to cut off. To cut off the middle finger. That's the draw finger. Right. And so basically when people were getting away, they'd turn back and flip them off. Oh, and, and show so that they still I'm had still it. I'm still an archer. I still have it, motherfucker. Oh. You're not, you didn't get me. I can still attack you back. It's oh. showing your draw finger. It's basically contemptuous. It's saying, no, I got it covered. Wow. And so it's implied just basically, I think, like just crassly, like uh, the implication is fuck you and it made six cents. But right. it's a much better statement of like, no, I got my shit. You you don't got nothing on me. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I did not so realize fucking that. cars and learn good facts. Did there I, you da, go. Da, da, da. Awesome. It's good to be Todd Armstrong. <laughs> well, and not <laughs> and only then, that. And then you would turn the car to the dealership and buy a fit. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only all that, you... Sir, are in a magazine. You have an entire article yes. about yourself. With the lovely Simone Fisher, who's joining us right now, a great Indeed. writer for, uh, for Dope Magazine. Here she is. Simone, would you like to come on the microphone? Sure. <laughs> 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 I'm a little awkward, but... Well, this is, Simone's a radio virgin, is what she was That's talking right. about. Yes, That's why we were talking my... about chicken skin when we started. <laughs> yes, you guys took it, so... Yes! Card. <laughs> Hopefully you gave it, and we did not take all it. Consensual, right. All consensual, all good. <laughs> Coming from a feminist, Simone, come on. Yes, though. yes. Oh, this is awesome. So there's an entire article in uh, Dope Magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're a magazine that actually was started out of Seattle two years ago, and just being, you know, with the just as much momentum as the you know legalization movement has seen, they wanted to move down to Oregon. So mm-hmm. with the co-op that actually Todd and I were in, um, they approached us, and so I would just kind of I was doing a lot of freelancing at that point, and I just kind of hooked onto this and did something a little bit more permanent and a little bit more steady and not oh, so pun like, intended. Crazy. Yeah, oh, you know, you know. <laughs> so yeah, and then you know Todd's great and then just doing like you know comedy and just basically plugging people about portland culture and like what we're what's going on here so that's my job are you a comedian as well uh no but I'm <laughs> she's just funny. a charmer <laughs> she's very charming no, she's a schmoozer don't don't let her fool you she's, Careful. she's a calculated watch for this girl she's, so she's doing things where can I'm people sorry, watch for this person <laughs> watch for this person Oh, so where can folks pick up copies of the magazine? Yeah, pretty much anywhere. Um, a lot, most of the dispensaries around Portland nice. are all stacked up. A lot of like coffee shops. I was down actually in Eugene, and um, I was wearing one of the, uh, or my partner was wearing a Dope Magazine shirt, and they were like, "What is that?" And I'm like, well, it's a marijuana culture magazine. I always feel kind of weird <laughs> saying it, you know? And they, like, took a huge stack. So basically, I just kind of drop it off throughout the city. But dispensaries are definitely where, um, you know, most of the high traffic of distribution is going to be. The high so. traffic. Look at you with the puns. Wow. I'm an industry term. You know. You can also get a hard copy uh, at permanentcomedy.com. There's a PDF. Um, you can actually, if you just want to cruise through the articles and check them out, you can get that at Dope Magazine. Or actually, there's a link on Permanent Comedy with the whole article. That is so awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the whole article in here, Permanent Comedy, Portland Culture, Permanent Comedy Showcased at Helium Comedy Club, written by Simone Fisher. 
right there. Simone. Oh, I don't think I've ever met a yeah. Simone. Yeah. That's such a great name. Yeah, like the only other Simones I know are black. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it was really funny. My uh, freshman year in college, I got dormed in with a girl named Cinnamon. And um, I'm pretty sure they put us together because my name was Simone and her name was Cinnamon. That's like the shittiest 90s sitcom. <laughs> Cinnamon and Simone. Cinnamon and Simone. I okay. shit you not, that is a real story. It's like the and ebony and ivory. It absolutely was. And then I got a job at the Africana Studies of, or the Africana Department at Eastern, and my name was Simone, and I got interviewed, and it was, you know, all black people, which is totally cool, but I wonder if I got the interview because my name <laughs> was Simone. And then you show up, it's like, oh, oh. oh. Yeah, no, that's kind of how it, it really that's Lawrence was. Fisher's other daughter. Like, who the hell is this white girl? <laughs> so I have to know, are you still friends with Cinnamon? Or were you ever uh, friends with Cinnamon? You know what? Cinnamon was an interesting character. Um, you know, Her sister she, Majorum, they're closer. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I I hate to say it, we've lost touch. <laughs> nothing for the best for cinnamon. So how did she spell girl. it? Was it actually cinnamon or it was, with an I, S? was it wasn't it? Yeah, with an S. S Y. S Y. Well, you know, I think she actually spelt it like the um, spice. Like, okay, <laughs> like straight up cinnamon. Like tree bark. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So yeah. Oh, that's um, glorious. Yeah, all kinds of things. Cool. Well, thank you for coming in, Simone, yeah, and thanks for the thank magazine. This is awesome. Me. Hell yeah! DopeMagazine.com. And we'll leave, a, uh, we'll leave a couple of these in the green room, too, so people can The green check them room. Out. Yeah. yeah. Ah, puns puns oh, wow. Oh, so many puns. It is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. Dope that you're here. Awesome. Oh, wow. All right, that's enough now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to get them out before I go to an open mic in Portland. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, feminist jokes for Simone. <laughs> I love it. I'm waiting for him. I'm just watching. <laughs> just watching and waiting. So, uh, dopemagazineonline.com. There we mm-hmm. go. That's the website. And then yeah. permanentcomedy.com. Please. There you can find Greg. out everything. Absolutely. You hear Greg's sexy voice on the premiere of episode two. Oh, yeah. I heard it's him true. recording that. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I got to record some more, actually. Mm. You, can see the, this week. you can see the nib star. Oh. <laughs> Digital nib star. <laughs> that is true. Oh, those little... Uh, those little, uh, what, what, are they, what do they call this? Yeah, pixelated. Yeah, pixel art. Uh, Anthony, pixel art. Anthony Justiniano. Yes, yes. Justiniano. That yes. one was tough to so uh, good. announce, right? Justiniano? Yeah. Justiniano. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But no, those things are fantastic. Yeah, That's you so can get cool. them done for like only five bucks. He does wow. them for five bucks. Oh. So you can get them on, uh, you can, permanentcomedy.com. You can check out, uh, you'll link to his website right on the bottom. It's his Flickr. Five bucks, send him a picture of you. He'll pixelate it. You'll look just like you were on Nintendo. Any kid, go do it. Five bucks. I want to do that. Seriously. Five All right, done. I'm going to get one for you done already for the article but oh yeah, that one's on me oh all just fun appointments five bucks do it sincerely it's just just to have your profile picture do it on tinder you know how many times you get laid on tinder if you had an eight bit of you does tinder work for you true. i don't even know i don't do tinder oh, okay i'm, so like, I was I'm gonna a, say i'm I have some friends that do it but like oh, they have right. not had good luck on it. i'm e-tarded i'm not i'm not digital mm-hmm. dating i face to face it i can't even see i've seen scandalous things on tinder see i'm 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 a bit younger and uh you know um she she doesn't get it she uh, get it. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends actually uh, screenshotted a photo and goes, uh, an old friend of mine, we hadn't been friend in years, her boyfriend that she'd been dating for four years had a Tinder account. That was active six days ago. So oh. my friend Snapchats it, or she she screenshots it, and she goes, is that like like Katie's boyfriend? And I was like, dude, I think it totally is. Tinder, so much drama. Oh, God. Like, I saw my buddy's wife on there when my buddy was cruising through the other day. Like, oh. Yeah. Like, he, he was on the phone and my other friend's wife was on there. I was like, oh, that's whatever. 
Oh, that's maybe that's, that's their thing. Like my only rule is like I don't know if I'm there, that's fine. Like, yeah. Just, if you're yeah. if you're sleeping with anybody else, then cool. I'm not going to be there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that. That's just that's gross. That's unsafe, and it's just it's it's just it gross. is weird. That happens on my friends who do like OK Cupid, the like same thing. Like, they'll be like, I didn't know that these that these people were broken up. I'm like, oh no, they're they're, they're not. not. Yeah. <laughs> They're not. Yeah, that is kind of awkward. Mm. <laughs> yes, that's what, I don't know. That's why I'm not doing none of it. Face to face. It's hard. To, I mean, the thing with me is I people uh, peripheral to friends or through shows now. It's mm. like I, yeah. I won't mm. date someone that meets me as a comic because they have a character. They think that's the best to me. That's the worst to me. That's my opinions. <laughs> that's rambly ass just like fucking ugh. I want to chill out, eat dinner, and go paddleboard and surf. And so that, that's – I'm a nerd. I'm a, I'm a reclusive right. nerd. Or pull over in the backseat of a car. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's on, that's on the, I was on the side of the river. I was on the side of the river. So <laughs> The gate. Yeah, it it's not trespassing, <laughs> but it was by the logs that were cut down on the logging road. <laughs> well, Todd, I would be remiss to not ask you before you left. How's the mother doing? She's doing good. She's big and huge, and uh, it's, it's not too stinky. It's not too, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to bring you some in. Like, I was going to ask you to bring, but some. the problem was I need another five days. That the booch isn't ready. Okay. I, I, was, I wasn't feeling too good last week, so I went through all of it. So okay. All right, next That's time. That's why I'm healthy in here and sassy. All I, right, I, you are sassy. Super sassy. Super sassy. I, I drank all my mother booch. <laughs> <laughs> I but, I, but, I, but I'm thinking about buying a juicer so I can juice uh, ginger better. So I, I, that's how contemplative I've been about my ginger. Yeah. Wow. Give it some wow, thought. Take it to the next level. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I like that ginger. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, should we uh, take a break? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> uh, we'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank, Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thanks. My face hurts from smiling. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Todd Armstrong. That was awesome. And Miss Simone. Yes, indeed. PermanentComedy.com. Um, speaking of websites, that was a terrible segue. I tried to, that was I tried pretty to segue bad. that into it. Yeah, I don't know how that mm-hmm. worked out. But, uh, <laughs> uh, we need to talk about our fine sponsor, Squarespace. Squarespace.com. Of course, they're going to be opening up... Um, a location here in Portland. They sure too. are. They're out of New York originally. They are fantastic for websites. They have all the custom design stuff, and you don't have to know how to program. Nope. You can go in there and drag, drag and drop and it. Drop. And it looks like you've programmed something amazing. Sure. But really, you've just drag and dropped it because they did all the hard work. I know. It looks so fan. And I really like it Like because um, I was actually showing someone some of my dog paintings because I'm working on one right now and showing the mobile site. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to not have it look like you know a pile of garbage, like yes. my Blogspot or whatever it was that I had before. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> yeah. about Blogspot. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. that's what mine was. It was Blogspot. And it oh, was all yeah. like everything's all wonky. No, that's not good. No. That's, no, not. that's how most comics start with their first website. Really? Oh, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. For that's real. awesome. Oh. Because it's both easy, them, right? It's easy, and it it's really it helps you establish a real look on the internet as a professional. And that yep. is so important, because yep. if you don't have a website, like you don't really have a presence. Like You need to... You don't need a business card. You need a website. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. God well, bless and you, Todd. You can use the offer code... Uh, ArmToddStrong.com. <laughs> <laughs> He's a slug. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you can use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT when you check out to get 10% off. So make sure you do that. Uh, go there, though. Set up a trial. Uh, try it out. You will love it. Offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT, 10% off. Awesome. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be... Well, we have Geek in the City, of course. Geek in the City. Geek in the City with a brand new show tonight. Yes, indeed. Although it was Scott Daly's birthday yesterday, he seemed to be a bit in He's probably not feeling very I well. I don't think he's feeling Also, the Carl Show starring Jason. Yes, indeed. Tonight at 5.30. Geek all in the City at 8 if Scott Daly made it through all the shots that he was bought last I night. I kind of doubt it. Mm-mm. I kind of I <laughs> I don't know if he made it past that. <laughs> um, funemploymentradio.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at Funamp Radio. 
send us emails, all of these things. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. All right, uh, I think we've, I think we've, I think we've established everything. I think we've, sir. I think we've I think done. We've done I think we're done for today. All right, all right, all right. There we good. go. All right, you guys are awesome. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network, 